0: Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562 314 4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Me! Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. Just be a me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson, rated R, under seventeen, not a minute without parent, only in theaters May seventeenth. Welcome to Brain Stuff from How Stuff Works. Hey, Brain Stuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. You might remember when, in twenty fifteen, Republican Senator James Inhofe of Oklahoma set out to refute the quote hysteria over global warming by tossing a snowball around inside the U.S. Capitol. The obvious implication was, how could the climate be changing that radically from humans burning fossil fuels and pumping greenhouse gases into the atmosphere since we still have snowfall and chilly temperatures on a winter day? But even if you're not a U.S. senator from an oil-producing state, you might be wondering how it is that scientists can predict climate trends over many years but can't predict what the weather will be three weeks from today. The reason is that weather and climate are two very different things. Basically, weather is what happens today or tomorrow or this week. It's the day-to-day variations. Climate, meanwhile, happens over many years. It's the combined long-term average of weather events. Scientists look at climate in terms of fixed 30-year periods. Right now, for example, scientists are comparing the daily temperature to the period that started in 1981 and ended in 2010. In 2021, they'll shift forward 10 years and start comparing temperatures to the period between 1991 and 2020, and so on. Scientists rely on 30-year periods because it's an amount of time that's long enough to produce meaningful comparisons, but just short enough that any changes that occur will be subtle without being imperceptible. 20 years might not show enough change, and 50 years might be too drastic to make sense of. Those 30-year periods help us put the weather on a particular day in the right context— Comparing the temperature on December 5th, 2018 to the same day 100 years ago wouldn't provide that much useful information because the climate was too different then. But comparing it to the average of the temperature readings for every December 5th between 1981 and 2010, when the climate conditions were pretty much constant, makes it possible to say whether a given December 5th is an unusually cold or warm day. We spoke with Jonathan Martin, a professor of atmospheric and oceanic studies at the University of Wisconsin-Madison. He explained... We're trying to compare apples to apples. When it comes to prediction, weather and climate are also very different. Weather forecasting, Martin explains, is based upon observation of conditions that are already occurring in real time in the atmosphere. Because those conditions only exist for a short time, weather can be reliably forecast only over relatively short periods of 10 to 14 days, at most. Though Martin said, that's theoretical. My confidence ends at day eight. Envisioning climate, in contrast, is much more low-resolution. Scientists are trying to project what the trend will be over a long period, not what the weather will be like on a specific day 50 or 100 years from now. That involves gathering and crunching huge amounts of data in powerful computers and doing modeling. We also spoke with Jeffrey S. Dukes, director of the Climate Change Research Center at Purdue University. He said, In one sense, climate does not affect weather. It's a description of the weather over a long period. You could turn that around and say that climate provides you with information about how likely you are to get a given type of weather at a given time of year, but historically, the climate has been determined by the weather over long periods. He continued, In another sense, though, climate for a given location is determined by a bunch of factors, such as the latitude and position on the planet, which affects how it is influenced by the circulation of the atmosphere and oceans and the daytime heating of continents— Climate is also influenced by the composition of the atmosphere, the transport of water from soil to air by plants, and other factors. On a given day, the sum of all these influences determines the weather. But as some of these larger-scale factors change over time, they will drag the weather and the climate along with them. In recent years, some of the sharp distinction between weather and climate has blurred slightly, as scientists have used increasingly sophisticated models and accumulated knowledge in an effort to figure out the extent to which some specific weather events, say a hurricane, a heat wave, or a monster snowstorm, is actually a function of climate change, driven by humans releasing greenhouse emissions into the atmosphere. By running thousands of computer simulations, they can conduct what-if experiments, seeing how the atmosphere would behave if you removed one factor or another. Although such analysis is still a work in progress, Martin thinks that eventually it will be possible to determine the extent to which specific weather events are influenced by climate change. Some of that research is already bearing results. The National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration presented a paper in December of 2017 in which they concluded that three extreme weather events in 2016, that year's record global heat, extreme heat over Asia, and unusually warm waters in the Bering Sea, would not have been possible without human-caused climate change. Today's episode was written by Patrick J. Kiger and produced by Tyler Klang. For more on this and lots of other stormy topics, visit our home planet, howstuffworks.com.